in the next two to five years, if you don't leverage AI in your day-to-day life, job, business, you will be way behind. You are listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 488. Hey, you guys, before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to share something fun with you. So upcoming this month, I'm going to do a series where I answer your questions. You can ask me a detailed you know, scenario, this isn't converting in my marketing, or I'm really struggling with this, or what would you do question. And I'm going to choose at least five of them and do a series all around those questions. So if you want to be featured Your name doesn't have to be featured or anything, just your question featured and me answer it on a podcast. All you have to do is go to hirschmarketing.com slash question and fill out this form in the next few days. You only have a couple of days to get it in. We're gonna record these soon for a series in a couple of weeks. So go hirschmarketing.com slash question, fill it out with your burning marketing question or a struggle you're having and I will potentially answer it live on the podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited for today's topic. I've been waiting, I don't know, a couple of months. I think I teased that I was going to do this podcast a couple of months ago, and it is about AI and my thoughts on AI, my opinions on it, things you can do to start leveraging it in your business. And I felt like I had to sit on this because I wanted to be First of all, knowledgeable enough to talk about it. So I've done a lot of my own research. I've listened to long podcasts of people outside of our space, uh, Jordan Peterson, one of them, um, just of thoughts on AI. And I know it's been around for a lot longer than this year, but it's obviously starting to really take off and become more mainstream used this year. So I wanted to make sure I had the, the right knowledge to talk about it. I also wanted to sit on it because I wanted to process all of my own thoughts around it before jumping in and being one of those people who capitalizes on it from the point of it's an opportunity. When I see a course right now about AI, two things. One, I'm like, well, I guess good for them (laughs) capitalizing on it. So maybe I shouldn't be triggered by it. The second thing is I just, there's no business model that's ever going to be built off of trends and jumping on the hottest thing. It's not sustainable. So I've seen a couple of courses out there about it and I think absolutely leverage it, absolutely support your audience with it, but don't just jump on it because it's a trend um, that's gonna come and go, right? It's gonna change the way that it's being talked about. AI is not gonna come and go, but the, the way that it's impacting businesses right now it's, you know, the hot topic. And so I don't know when I see that, it's just, it's immature business in my opinion. Um, okay, so we're gonna talk about it and... This is a lot of my opinions, my thoughts, my processing, and then my advice to you as a business. I've had some very interesting conversations with people about AI, a lot of different opinions, um, and I've been in a few conversations with people who were very, very triggered by AI um, and very upset from the standpoint of this is inhumane, this is going to replace workers, this is not good, like you shouldn't be using it. And I just don't understand that perspective because, I mean, I understand it, I understand the fear, but I think the reality is AI is already here. 
Like we, no person can stop it from coming. No person can stop technology from advancing. And I do believe that AI is probably going to be one of the biggest things in our lifetime, but there is other, you know, technological advances that have massively impact jobs and businesses and the economy and all of those things in the past and we survived them and we're okay. And so I do believe at the end of the day that technology will never fully replace humans. I believe that with all of me, like 100%. And I also think we can't predict the future of exactly how people are going to really adapt to AI and how they're not. There's a lot of people trying, but at the end of the day, we can't predict it. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that. So when I first like started seeing the impact of this and saw videos about it, um, I, I had, I'm going to be honest with you guys, I had like four days where I wasn't sleeping as good and I was like, oh my God, like this is so crazy. This is going to change everything. Like, do I want my kids to grow up in this? And I had, I really did. I had a few days where I was like really sad by it and just understanding the impact of like how much it really does have the potential to change everything. Um, and, and, you know, having kids, I do worry like what things are going to be like in 15, 20 years. And are we going to completely, disconnect ourselves from people because of technology and ultimately like damage society from it so I do have that concern that's a valid concern but after a little bit of time passed um, and I really processed it and you know had great conversations with my husband and people in my life I realized you know I cannot predict the future I can't predict the future and I can't control the future and the only thing I can control as usual, is my own actions and my own thoughts and my own response to this. So I can either sit here and be afraid of AI, worry about all these what if scenarios and how it's going to change everything, um, you know, and worry about my kids in the future and my business and all those things. Or I can just do everything I can to adapt to it in a way that feels authentic to me and in alignment with me and my business and what feels right and not worry about things that are not true yet because I can't predict that, right? And there is a lot of people out there capitalizing on the fact that there's fear around AI and putting fear into you, like putting fear into if you don't use it, you're behind, like this is going to change everything, da, 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 which there's some truth to that, but you have to understand those people are just doing marketing tactics, I've seen the ads. I've seen the things. They don't know any more than you can know about AI. So they can also not predict the future. So just remember that when you start to see that because social media and content is meant to trigger those type of responses in us. And you don't have to choose to let that happen. So those are my more like high level like emotional thoughts about it. Um, Here's my thoughts around it in business. I do believe that AI is going to replace every business and person who does not use AI. If you do not in the next let's say two to five years I don't know the time frame at which people are going to start to use this in their everyday life but in the next two to five years if you don't leverage AI in your day-to-day life, job, business, you will be way behind and it will replace people who use it. And so here's an example. And this was a conversation I had with someone that got a little bit heated around copywriters because right now I can understand that copywriters may feel threatened. 
um, because AI is probably the biggest threat to their jobs right now and to the value. Like copy used to be and still is a very expensive kind of commodity to buy. Um, and AI has has already started to devalue that. But here's the thing. Yes, it's going to replace the amount of time it used to take for a copywriter to accomplish something. No, it's not going to fully replace copywriters. And do you know what is more valuable to a business right now? Is it one, a copywriter who is still doing the same thing that they were doing six to 12 months ago without using AI? Or is it two, a copywriter who's leveraging AI so they can get more done in their day and with the same amount of time, create more output? It's the latter. So copywriters is an example of a job that in two to five years, they're not going to be gone. There's not going to be no need for a copywriter. There still is going to be a need. I can promise you that founders and busy CEOs are not going to want to sit on chat GPT and or whatever other software comes out and type in prompts and get it to spit out emails that they have to edit and change. That's going to become the role of a copywriter, which in order for AI to fully work, and I believe this even with how it's going to advance and how it's going to grow and they're going to come out with 3.0 and all those things, there has to be a human touch to it. There has to be a human person who understands the strategy, who understands the angles, who understands the deep messaging, who can feed the AI and then make changes and refinements with the AI. So I can tell you right now, if you're a copywriter and you come to me and you say, I have mastered chat GPT and I can produce an extra, you know, 30% of what I could produce before chat GPT, you are hired over the copywriter who doesn't do that, hands down. And I'm not the only business owner who feels that way. So the role of a copywriter is going to evolve in the next two to five years that they just all use AI. And so the pace at which you adapt to that is up to you. You can sit there and go, this is not fair. And, you know, this is devaluing my role and I'm so hurt by this. Or you can say, well, this is cool. I can produce 30% more than I was before. And I say 30% because that's what we've found on my team with copywriters. I can produce this much more than I could before. And so now I can grow in my role. Or I can grow with the number of clients I have, whatever it is. It's all about that perspective. And so I do believe AI is going to replace people who don't use AI. And it's going to replace companies who don't use AI, which is why it's really important to start using it. And I think right now there's a pretty big learning curve. Like even myself, I used ChatGPT for a few weeks. I was like, oh, this is so cool. Like putting stuff in and emails and, and having stuff spit out. And then I kind of stopped using it to be honest with you. And I know a lot of other people who kind of went through that experience because yeah, it's helpful, but unless you are a copywriter right now, like it's not, it's not like it's that helpful. It, it, it almost takes the same amount of time to, that it saves to go figure it out. So my recommendation, especially if you work on a team or you are a solopreneur and you don't have a big team, is go just explore it. Like set aside a time, an hour a week, where it's like, I'm just gonna waste time, like quote, waste time, and play with AI. Because there's actually a lot of different, it's not just chat GPT. It is, um, there's an AI that you can add to your meetings that takes notes for you. There's an AI that you can give it a script and it will spit out a video with a person saying it. There's an AI that will take a full video of you and cut it down into clips. There is an AI uh, we use for my podcast that if I mess up a word, it will fix it. So with my voice. So there is a lot of options out there and it 
takes playing with it to figure it out and master it and figure out how can I use it in my day and actually intertwine it into my normal routine to start to leverage it. And that takes a little bit of that like temporary period of what feels like you're wasting some time. So I'd encourage you to start to do that. And I'd encourage if you have a team that you start to encourage them to do that and you make them safe to do it. Like when I did this with my team, I was like, look, here's the reality, you guys. We're going to adapt and embrace AI. It's not going to replace any of your jobs. It might increase my capacity for some of you. I might not need as many copywriters in the future, but I still need you guys. It just might mean that you can take on more, right? But you're safe to test it. And if you don't, you will fall behind. Like I said, employees and companies who are leveraging AI are going to become, first, they're going to become more valuable. And then it's going to become a non-negotiable because here's the next thing that's going to happen. As this catches up, things like copy and other things that are going to be heavily able to be created by AI, video editing, podcast creation and editing, uh, images, logos, like all of that creative stuff that's already very advanced with AI is going to become less valuable. So when, let's just say, to keep numbers simple, like you would pay $100 for something related to copy. Now you're going to probably pay $25 for that because it's not as valuable, but that person who used to charge $100 for that can now produce four times what they used to. So it, it evens out, right? Only if though, they capitalize on AI. And so it's at first going to become this kind of advantage, and then it's going to become a necessity because what's going to happen is if you're not using AI, the rate at which you can charge in your service or in your company or for what you're doing is going to change because AI is going to devalue it. And so you're going to have to produce more using AI in order to stay in business. Okay. So set aside that time to play and start using it now. I think the next two years is kind of my guess is going to be a golden age of if you're using it you're ahead if you're not using it you're behind and it's not going to be a necessity for about two years because it does take time for people to adapt this in their everyday life also AI has a ways to go to be better and and it's improving every day and there's tons of companies um you know building different AI softwares and and components to it but it's going to probably take two years to become like so mainstream that almost everybody's using it some way in their day-to-day -day life. So we have this kind of two-year time and maybe it'll be faster, maybe it'll be longer, but that's my guess. I don't know for sure, but we have this two-year time where if you are using it, you do have an advantage. So start trying to leverage it now to be more efficient and look at it as, as an opportunity. It is an opportunity. You don't have to look at it through this fear-based place that people want you to or this place of like oh my gosh it's going to take all these jobs technology has always taken jobs and you cannot tell me that it is better to have you know if we use you know what's something like a long time ago that got replaced we could use the 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 ch automated checkouts at grocery stores we could use different things in factories that got replaced by technology a long time ago all that did was allow people to do a more highly skilled job, to do something better in their life. It, it's 
it doesn't take away their job. It creates also new ones. It creates opportunity for growth. So it will change jobs. It will replace some jobs 100% as technology always has. And we are not going to, as a society, just be like, well, we don't want to replace any jobs, so let's just hold technology at a standstill. That's stupid because other countries and other people will not do that and then we'll fall behind. So that doesn't make any sense. But it also is always going to create new jobs or change the definition of what a job is. Like if you go back 20 years ago, People were not using the internet and iPhones and Google Drive and all of these things in their day-to-day. Now they are. And that did that replace jobs? Yeah. Did admin jobs get replaced because of the internet? Did things change because of the iPhone? A hundred percent. Are we okay from it? Yes. Did it create new opportunities? Massive opportunities. Look at the online industry, which would not even exist to be able to reach this many people without all the technology that we have created in order to do that. So it is a good thing. We cannot see what opportunities can come from this. We can't see it because we're not there yet. You don't know what you don't know. So all you can do right now is look at it from the perspective of, I can only control my own actions and thoughts around this. I need to start leveraging it in one way or another in my company and being prepared for what it's going to change. Like, do you think I, somebody else said this to me where they're like, well, imagine if your client said that AI was going to replace your whole company because ads were going to be automated. And so how would that feel? And I was like, yeah, it is. In it, to an extent, in the next five years, it is going to completely change what our company does. That doesn't mean it's going to replace my whole company. People are still going to be needed for strategy, for marketing strategy, for development, for leveraging the AI to execute the marketing strategies. Like I can promise you CEOs are not going to be wanting to plug in whatever happens with ads and AI themselves, right? So I will still be needed. My company will still be needed. The problem will still be there that people need support with their marketing. It's how you are delivering it. So I'm not sitting there going, oh, that would be so sad if clients said that to me. I'm like, I'm saying that to myself because I'm being realistic with it. I'm being looking ahead at what's possible and being prepared for whatever direction it does go because it will change every single one of our businesses and every single one of our lives, period. Whether you like it or not, it is absolutely going to have an impact on your business. And it, you know, everything is a little bit slow. You're not going to see it until you look back a year from now and you go, wow, remember that when we didn't even use AI in our day to day? Like, can you even remember when people didn't use iPhones every day when we had to print out maps? Like, you can't even remember that. The change happens in what feels like slow, but in the big picture, it's fast, right? So that's going to be AI. And all you can control is your thoughts your actions, and my advice to you is start leveraging it to create efficiency in your business, whether that's with you, whether that's with your team. Find ways that you can incorporate it in your day-to-day life. I think as a CEO, if you have a team, you don't have to use it as much. Like I actually... I don't use AI very much like I I don't, um, but I know and I'm pushing my team to use it in all different capacities and leverage it from all the ways that I said, the, the meeting note takers, the video editing, the images, because that's our output every day, right? Like my job as a CEO is creating content, is the vision, is staying on top of these things. So if you have a team, I don't know if you have to use it every single day, but you have to understand how your team and push your team and be that guiding leader for using it like I have told my team we've talked about it a lot we've had a lot of discussion about it and the fact that we are going to be a company embracing it we're going to be a company ahead of the curve with it 
we're going to leverage it. We are going to embrace this and not deny that it's coming. And, you know, people coming onto our team are going to have those same values versus not. So um, that's kind of what I think about AI. And I think that, you know, there is a lot of fear around it. And, you know, would you, if, if you were to sit me down and ask me, like, do I think AI is good? I don't know the answer to that. I, I don't know. I think that it's inevitable. And I think that it can be, there can be a lot of ways that this plays out. It could be very bad. <laughs> it could be good. It could be fine. It could just become, you know, the new norm and, and not change too much. It could also be terrible and completely like decimate humans. Yeah, all those things are possible. The problem is, and the fact is, it is already here. It's not coming. It's here. It's been being built for years and years and years. And I think if you were to sit me down and ask me, do I think the iPhone is good before it came out? I probably would have said no, right? I probably would have been like, that sounds crazy. If you think about how life was 20 years ago before everybody had a phone and we're okay, like we adapt and and we grow from it and, and some things improve and absolutely do some things go down. Does the amount of screen time and the fact that we're all connected and on and, um, you know, constantly being fed these dopamine hits is a good thing? No, but you can create ways to offset that and you're in control of that. And so that's why I also said at the beginning, like I know that I'm in the control of using AI in a way that feels authentic and good, which is not me going to create a random course and trying to sell it to you guys on using AI. That doesn't feel authentic and good to me. If you do that, you know, you do you. I, I believe in capitalizing on opportunities, but I, I think that you also get to choose what feels right to you in the sense of these new things so that you can stay within your own values. And for me, being innovative, being ahead of the curve is a part of our company value. And I think that it, that is an advantage. So hopefully you guys enjoyed my thoughts on this. Um, if you had any big takeaways, I'd love for you to share with me. Or if you feel like I missed a big point or something you'd like to hear my thoughts on, feel free to send me a message. Otherwise, I'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks for listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast. If you love this episode and want deeper support with your marketing, head over to helpmystrategy.com to see how Hirsch Marketing can help take your marketing to the next level no matter where you're at today. We help our clients scale faster than ever, find hidden leaks in their funnel, experiment with new creative marketing strategies, and help their business explode and be more profitable than they ever dreamed possible. Head over to helpmystrategy.com and see if you qualify for a free strategy audit with Team Hirsch.